Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about the Division 2 loot done right. Really respecting the player's time and really giving us a lot of loot and I'm enjoying myself quite a bit. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. Uh, and I'm probably live. If I'm not live, throw me a follow on the, on the Twitch. That way you can catch up these talks and join in the conversation if you're here live right now go ahead and throw me a follow it's the heart button and it's a free and easy way to support what i do gonna jump right into the questions right now and hopefully not die out here in the street uh how is the drop rate in division in my opinion it's very very healthy i don't ever feel like oh man i'm not getting any loot and the other thing to consider is something that they did very smartly is even green and blue loot can have perks and uh, stats and brands and set bonuses and when they do that it actually then gives you the ability to let's say you have a piece of purple gear that's level 11 well maybe a level 13 drops and it's blue well it might be better because it might have better set bonuses it might have better things contributing to your build and then you can add that and actually feel like it goes up uh, in strength and when that happens and you catch a vision for that, I think you can start to really come over your loot and enjoy yourself. Now, a lot of what I've been doing with my loot is I've been going more along the lines of saying, okay, what's just going to raise my generic armor? A lot of folks are saying you kind of want to avoid just chasing perks in the early game. Armor is like super important uh, because I was, you know, I was having trouble and I, I felt like I was dying an awful lot. Well, I think sometimes you're going to have to simplify your approach, but I was really enjoying that. I was really enjoying this sense of I can I can, you know, comb comb over specific pieces of gear for specific perks and and specific set bonuses and feel like I have a sense of progression and a sense of like advancement in the game even though I might be losing a little bit of my armor so like right now if I go into my build I have pieces that are complementing each other I have three of these pieces that have the anchor Um, these are called providence defense I have skill power health and weapon damage so even in the early game I'm not in the end game and right now I have a nice set. I have a very, very nice set. And I get a bunch of benefits from that. That's not only educating me about the end game, it gives me a sense of pride in my build, and I can be coming over and looking for more pieces like that. That's like double exciting, like doubly exciting, whenever you get something to drop, and it's the right brand. You're like, yes, this is what I've been using. Like, this is perfect. Um, I think that's an important piece of the build, too, is that you feel that sense of, I'm, I'm, I'm more excited by something because it actually feeds my build instead of just, oh, it's stronger, let me get rid of it. So there's like layered value on the items themselves not only is it like a purple or higher level than what you've been using but it's part of your brand so it fits right into that you know into that build that you've been working on and i think that's really really important because again that's that's training your mind for the end game next question waffle pone what are your thoughts on the exotic chase only two of the exotics we know how to get right now and are random drops while the other two are crafted from specific materials with their own drop locations how do you feel this compares to division one's exotic which are all rng well i think this may be probably this probably gives them some freedom with respect to how they're expanding the game because what they could do is they could say, hey, we're going to slowly trickle these out. You can find them. They'll be quests. They'll be hunted for. They'll be built, whatever. So there's a sense of pursuit and a sense of like ever expansion. 
I think one of the dangers of dumping too many exotics on our lap in the beginning or too much strong gear in the beginning is you then have a really, really hard time unseating that. You, oh, I, you can't, you just can't unseat it. You're like, oh, this thing's too good. It's like that happened to me in one of the Assassin's Creed's. No, we didn't kill the gold guy, Milo. I don't know where he is. It says neutralize the target. Um, I think it might be glitched. Maybe if we fast travel and come back, doesn't it have a timer? Or do I have to track it because it's me? Maybe if I track it, it'll help. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, there's just a little box here. If we fast travel, don't we have so much time to do it? I bet you if we fast travel, it'll retrigger it. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go back to the campus, then we can walk, uh, walk back. Let's see if that doesn't reset it. Um, so yeah, I'm okay with them not having too many exotics because if you give us way too much power in the early game, there's a big, big danger. There's a big, big danger in them being having a really, really hard time unseating those exotics later on. I also don't think you're going to have builds that... They're also limiting exotics now, aren't they? Like, you can only have one equipped. Isn't that different from original, like, Div 1? I didn't play a lot of Div 1. So, I think that's 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 pretty big departure from what it was originally. Uh, and I, again, think that's a, that's a big value point. Because then, that exotic is more defining in your build. And if you don't like it, then they may have more down the road. And then that'll be more defining in your build. Instead of just having a ton. What that does, and I, and I, and I talked about this with people. What that does is it allows them to make exotics even stronger. Stronger. They can make exotics even stronger. If they make exotics even stronger, they because there's only one in your build. And if there's only one in your build, then again, that enables them to be like, well, this is going to be a really, really game-defining exotic, and then that that makes it you know all the more exciting. It's almost like white noise if everything in your if everything in your loadout is an exotic. That can get a little bit you know almost it can almost feel ludicrous because everything is so strong in your build. You know, you're not really even making decisions. You're just picking the strongest stuff. And then it just comes down to the... I, I know people might say, well, then it just comes down to the, you know, the perks, Lono. And then you, you, you the, the, the stronger the build, the better the perks. But again, I still think they can have a little bit more freedom. Bungie learned this the hard way with Destiny 2 and 1. They just, they create stuff that is so freaking strong that it just, it persists beyond year one. And that's not what you want because then it's really, really hard for people to unseat that gear. It's hard for Bungie to unseat that gear as they develop new content. It's like, it just, it's always there. It transcends the beginning of the game to the late stages of the game. So, and if you guys are enjoying this content, this back and forth in this Q&A, please remember to click the follow button. That's a free and easy way to support what I do. I think if we just dig in here, he'll eventually show up. At least that's what it feels like. I, I, I can't tell. Is this game worth buying? Okay, I don't tell people to buy stuff. Um, I don't tell people to buy stuff. I don't tell if a game is worth buying. This is what I typically tell people. Here are the value points. If these value points speak to you, then you can make a decision. I think this game has a fantastic early game. I think for $60, if you never step foot into the end game, target located, here we go. If you never step foot in the end game, ever, and you literally just play through the early game and just grind, that's like all you do, okay? Well, I actually think there's a there's a ton of content for the 60, really. Even if you never touch the end game, you never min-max, you never go on these hardcore grinds and the world tiers, I think you're going to have a ridiculous amount of stuff to do. Um, 
because presently I'm I'm like I'm 17 hours in and I've I mean I have barely I feel like I have barely scratched the surface of the game and I'm 17 hours in I haven't touched a lot of the areas on the map I haven't touched a lot of the different spots um what a shot I've you know I uh I feel like the, the 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 world is before me still and I'm like 17 or 18 hours in so for me that's a huge huge benefit and you could you could spend a, a similar amount of time in this game and again never touch the end game and feel like you're getting a huge huge value uh you know for your uh, for your money so that that would be that would be my my input to you I'm not telling you it's worth it I'm not telling you to buy it I'm just telling you I feel like you don't even have to get into the end game to get $60 worth out of this game. But again, that's my opinion. Estimated profit. I was really disappointed to see the progression doesn't count for a teammate that played with a team from the start. Me and a friend played through the story missions together, had fun, logged back in, and a bunch of content didn't count. What do you think about this hurting the early game? Well, that does hurt the early game, but I don't think that's how that's supposed to work. That sounds like a glitch to me. I've been playing with people a bunch, and they've been playing with me. I haven't had anybody report that they didn't have progress uh, save. Um, I'm not sure. That sounds like a glitch. That sounds like it's almost like the scaling glitch too. Like the scaling glitch is, is making the co-op, um, kind of miserable. That's something they should work on right away because co-op play is a huge value point. Co-op play is an enormous value point. I, I, I think that they, they would, they really need to consider, um, that, that being something that needs to be, oh, that was fixed now. He says, that was fixed now. Okay, well, there you go. So they already did fix that, apparently, according to Dimco in chat. Evo says, How do you feel about Dip 2's automatic world tier progression instead of manually selecting it? I went from world tier 1 to tier 3 in less than 4 hours. I didn't want to. I didn't realize that's how it worked. If that's how it works, I'm not a big fan of that either. I like the idea of of uh, min-maxing and then, uh, and then going up. Um, I don't know. That's that. I, I would actually argue that that's a bit of a disappointment because I want to initiate it. Like what I've been doing myself, right? I'm hanging out in tier like levels of the game that's comfortable and fun because that's my choice as a player. I, you know, I was just enjoying. Uh, I was just enjoying playing the game and slowly leveling up. And then once I feel strong enough, I branched out and I went into areas and missions that were a little bit higher level. So I'm a little frustrated if the if the if the world tiers are automatic like that. I don't like that. That's not something that I initiate as the player. That's something that I would maybe want to hold off on. That's not true. To advance world tiers, you have to do strongholds. But what's the point of staying in with tier one? Well, you would stay in world tier one to really beef yourself up before going to world tier two. So it's not nut crushing. That's up to the player, right? Now, people are saying you can prevent going to the next world tier by not completing the strongholds. So that's valuable information. If you're listening to this and you're like me and you don't want to be forced to the next world tier, well, then take that advice. Like, don't, uh, don't let it go up don't don't let it advance because that'll that'll be that'll be a way to like prolong if you're wanting to hang out at world tier one um you can you you can stay in world tier one and you do not have to advance and then you're able to uh, feel that sense of progression at your own pace because again like i like taking my time and really beefing up before going into like challenging content that's just how i'm wired as a player i don't think i'm alone in that by the way I really don't think I'm alone in that. I think there's other people that think like me. Um, 
I almost died doing that. That was kind of stupid. I'm dumb. <laughs> that was really risky. But we got it. Okay. Uh, a lot of people are complaining about the Dark Zone being dead and boring due to lack of other agents and small maps. Do you think that this should bring back the Dark Zone from Division 1? Um, here's the thing, alright, about the Dark Zone. I don't have, I don't really have a strong opinion about the Dark Zone because I haven't gone in there. But I'll tell you what I saw on Reddit. What I saw on Reddit was people really liked the current structure of the Dark Zone because it was, they, they, they liked how it wasn't this just troll with really strong builds, basically. Um, and I don't know if maybe that's why it's not popular. People don't like the normalization or whatever. I'm not actually sure. I'm not super educated on how the dark zone works, but I do know what I read on Reddit was essentially, please don't change it. They said, we like it the way that it is. Uh, basically the person was taking issue with like a streamer that was complaining about the dark zone already. And their point was, you know, the, the content's just come out and we really don't want it to be already changed. Uh, we'd like it to be, you know, left alone for a little while. Um, and I kind of, I kind of understand where they're coming from. I kind of do. I kind of understand where they're coming from. Like they don't want it to be this, you know, it's over and done with already. Like it's already become cheesy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know exactly what people's issue was, but they were basically like, leave the dark zone alone you you know massive and ub please leave the dark zone alone don't turn into what it was in div one and they were faulting a lot of the youtubers and griefers uh it sounded like they basically felt like the youtubers and the griefers were part of the problem in div one um and i don't actually know how accurate that is again i didn't play i didn't play a lot in div one um but i know that it was a common like it was a common problem in div one um, it was a common problem in Div 1 like to feel like it was just nothing but a troll fest with respect to really really insane builds um, man I'm getting shot so much okay I survived sorry <laughs> holy moly that was rough sorry Milo I could not get to you I basically ran and got cornered um, so I don't know if they want to mess with the Dark Zone just yet. I would leave Dark Zone as is and really let it kind of hit. I think it needs to hit a... Um, you kind of let it like hit a rhythm and then make adjustments. You don't want to... I think it's too early uh, to make adjustments now. I'm going to read you what I'm seeing in chat. Okay, Dark Zone is now fair. The only people that gripe in it are the trolls who like ganking new players because they don't like an even fight. Uh... Some other YouTubers power living in the DZ while some commoners are still playing and grinding the real world activities. People aren't in the dark zones right now, really, because there's no point until you are third or fourth world tiers. It seemed like what they said, if I could capture, if I could capture what was said on Reddit, it seemed like what they were saying was they didn't appreciate uh, YouTubers basically asking for imbalance they wanted crazy build advantages because they liked that in div one and they didn't like that they can't do that now it seemed like that's what they were saying almost like you just want to go in and crap on people with your overpowered builds and since you can't do that you're not happy um i don't know what's going on i feel like i'm lagging really crazy uh, next question, what is min-maxing? Min-maxing is basically stat management. The most basic understanding of min-maxing is if you were in an RPG and you had health, strength, 
Um, health, strength, and stamina. And, but you only had 10 points to pour into health, strength, and stamina. You would... Um, you would be min-maxing. If you went all strength and all stamina, you wouldn't have any health. If you went all health... Um, if you went all health and all stamina, you wouldn't have any strength. So you would be min-maxing. You would be raising and lowering stats according to the, the build that you thought was the best way to play. That's essentially what min-maxing is. That's like the base level definition of min-maxing is just stat management um you coming up with the build and when you come up with the build like for example if you're running like a rifle and you're really really maximizing headshot damage and i'm running smg shotgun we're gonna be we're gonna be combing over and maximizing completely different skill sets and perks and everything and the reason we're gonna be doing that is because you're we're, we're prizing different things and I just think that's an important element of personalization in a game like this uh, that I think a lot of folks really, really grab hold of. And that's why min-maxing games can be so fun and so satisfying because your build is vastly different than mine and then your experience changes. If you think about a Call of Duty campaign and how basically your contribution to the campaign isn't that much different than mine. We're basically just waiting for the enemies to pop out and then we shoot them and then once we're done shooting them, that's pretty much it. Well one of the reasons that division can have pretty much you know kind of basic combat nothing about the combat is that insane the reason they can get away with that is because the loot's generous and because the loot's generous you're able to min max and customize your build and when you're customizing your build that's really where the game shines i don't think the game shines by having like insanely crazy combat or hero moments this game shines where you're like dude my build's really strong check this out let me hit this guy let me snipe this guy let me let me push this section of the content and feel strong and that's, I think, where the true endgame shine is. You're not necessarily becoming a hero where you go in and John Rambo. The way I explained it the other day is you're not becoming John Rambo. You're becoming a member of the unit. Remember the TV show The Unit? That's what you're doing. You're becoming a member of the unit. You're maximizing your efficiency to play with a team and to be a super, super beneficial teammate. And when you do that, you feel that sense of pride and contribution to the game flow. Now, if that doesn't speak to you, if that doesn't speak to you, that's totally fine. Everybody's wired differently, and I think that's okay. I don't think every game is for every person. So you may play a game like this and be like, that's just kind of boring. I want to be John Rambo. I want to be Jack Bauer. I think plenty of people really take pride in being that member of the unit. You know, they're the, they're, they're, their build is very, very helpful to their team, and they're, you know, they're popping elites, and they're popping heads. Um, we're not doing activities in West Potomac Park, uh, Milo. That's where we need to go for my, my current, um, project. West Potomac Park. If you could lead me there while I just kind of keep taking questions. I appreciate it, buddy. Um, so, next question. Wicked Roki, your thoughts on the listed fixes in the patch notes? I don't have those in front of me, so I can't really comment on that. Ordinarily, I like to do talks about stuff like that, but at this, at this current time, I don't have them in front of me. Um, thoughts on Division 2 compared to Division 1 Division 1 to 2 there are foundational changes I want to highlight first number 1 brighter and more vibrant and more alive feeling Uh, number 2 the time to kill is significantly faster so time to kill is significantly faster meaning you don't constantly feel like you're dumping a thousand bullets into some dude with a hoodie um 
the the loot is immediately more rewarding because of the fact that like even green level gear can have a uh, brand uh, brand set bonuses on them. Uh, that's really awesome. Just looting like we're doing right now. Looting is more rewarding. There's little nooks and crannies and things to be checked and seen. They're just, I don't know, there just seems to be loot everywhere, and it's really rewarding to see this stuff dropping so much. I, I get I get a sense of I, I feel rewarded just wandering around. I do. Like, I'm just wandering around I'm just finding stuff. Uh, I'm just getting stuff and feeling pretty awesome. And Again, every piece of loot matters. So, like, I go into my backpack right now, and I just got this, uh, and it raises my armor. I lose some health, but I'm gaining armor. So, I'm going to make that change because I actually think armor is more important because it's on the front. It's on the front burner. Um, and then here, I would lose 134 armor, but I'm gaining uh, 7.5 armor because of a set bonus. So my armor actually goes up by wearing something that's weaker. Why is that? Set bonuses. I have a pair of I have I have a chest piece on that is pairing with that and is giving me a bump. In, like already you're seeing like I, that, that's just such a nice benefit compared to Div 1 now people are going to say well late game Div 1 was like that well I'm comparing Div 1 to Div 2 vanilla and Div 2 vanilla out of the box just loots more meaningful chasing loots more fun uh, you know the combats the combat and the setting just feels more exciting um, I don't know I think they did a really good job taking Div 1 testing it and expanding on what was good and making those improvements Div 1 was a, was a beta test for Div 2 in a lot of ways death hey love your content my question is are you going to make another sntr presents episode on the state of the end game in div 2 once you have a good grasp on it yes i mentioned this in my talk good question i appreciate it i will i'm just not there yet i want to review all parts of the game and i'm just enjoying the slow burn i really am i'm enjoying the slow burn through the uh the content um you can't fast travel to the potomac place okay where is Potomac? Oh, it's down here. Yeah, I can't fast travel there either. I guess we'll just have to hoof it. Um, we could hoof it and do a side mission once we get there too. Uh, there's a there's a level twenty. Um, is that a is that a side mission back there? No, that's the main mission. Yeah, we could hoof it to the the safe house. So. If you um, if you've been enjoying this content, my SNTR presents in the Q and A, please click the follow button. I mean, if he's you know he's asking this question, he wants to see me cover the end game. If you're new, this is kind of an interactive radio show thing I do with my content. Uh, I do go main like full screen, and, and there's game audio when I'm not doing this. But if you're enjoying this content, please be remember to click that follow button. That's the little heart button. That's a free way to support my content, so you can come back for these great discussions. I did one of these in Destiny and a Q and A today. I did one of these in Anthem and a Q and A today. So if you enjoy this style, please. Please follow and uh, hang out every day. Then you can catch my endgame talk when I finally do it. Uh, Fudge, I was waiting for you to talk about this based on your uh, valid concerns on Destiny 2. Um, What are your thoughts on the intentional grind for specific mods, side missions, and knowing what gear will drop from bosses? Um, I've not done enough of that yet to speak to it, but I I will say this. If you... Again, volitional grind, giving player agency, I think player agency has to be mixed with RNG, or maybe it's a little too transactional. Now, when it comes to mods, I don't necessarily care as much about that, because that's not like a be-all, end-all item, right? It's not like you're grinding for a god roll perfect gun, and as long as you do this mission, you get it. You know, you kill this boss, and he just drops it. If there's transactional sort of 
you know, very, very directional pursuits from mods. That's not, I don't think that's a problem. I think that's totally fine. I think it's a valid way for players to kind of capstone their gear and craft a build. I think that's a good way of doing it. Uh, Wicked Roki, how do you feel about the NPC's language? Too much swearing or is it fine? You know, I've not gotten on this soapbox that often, but the writing is terrible in this game with respect to the swearing. It's obnoxious. And I'm not trying to be like, uh, like a get off my Christian server. You know, I know I'm safe for work and I know I don't like, I don't swear on my channel. Um, and so it has nothing to do with that. I'm not kidding you. It legit, it legit sounds like, it legit sounds like some 13-year-old kid who's trying to sound cool who, like, watched a couple Quentin Tarantino movies. And they're like, well, this is how people talk, right? They, this is how you talk tough. You swear a lot. I mean, some of the phone call conversations were honestly, I don't like using the word, but they were cringy. I don't know. I felt like they were really, really cringy, and they they felt kind of, I don't know, they felt, they felt super, super cheesy. It didn't feel genuine. It felt forced. Uh, I'm not going to die on that hill. I mean, any time I pick up a phone, I just skip the dialogue now. Uh, I don't particularly enjoy it. Um, and that's the reason why. Um, I've watched plenty of movies with crazy murderers in them. And, I, you know, and, and, and I've never really felt like you have to force swearing the way that they do in this game. Um, I think you can have people say things. I think sometimes crazy people that are, you know more calm and collected and in control are far more terrifying. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't feel like the Joker in The Dark Knight needed to swear like crazy in order for to establish the fact that he was a lunatic who would slice you up. I think sometimes you can have um, more depth to a character if you don't just rely on cheap, you know, cheap swearing uh, to communicate, you know, intensity or, or insanity or whatever you're trying to, you know, Whatever you're trying to communicate with the swearing, I think you can sometimes communicate that without the excessive swearing. And again, I'm not going to die on this hill. Like I said, I'm not trying to turn into a Christian, like, purist game that, like, a priest could play in, in for Sunday school. I'm not trying to do that. I mean, you're shooting people and killing drug dealers and stuff. I mean, it's there's obviously an element of, like, y- y- <laughs> violence in the game. Um but it's it, it I don't know there were just times where it just felt really really corny I mean I was making fun of it it was so silly it almost felt like I was watching a, a movie for Mystery Science Theater uh, it just not that great now the main cutscenes are fine the main cutscenes are fine let's be clear here let's be clear um, I think the main cutscenes are fine and somebody in chat saying as a military veteran it's kind of how my day was in my life I've hung out with vets I had friends that were army marines uh, I've hung out with all types, and I know what you mean, and I know that it's true, but I don't think whenever I was in those environments, like, th- I don't know. This just feels forced. It just feels kind of forced in the game. It doesn't feel genuine. And again, it's not a big criticism that I'm going to die on, but it was something that I've been kind of I've been kind of uh, poking fun at here and there whenever I'm playing the game. All right, next question. Bubble76, do you think the AR are too much like Rambo John Wick? Kind of frustrating that they can be far away and hit you 100% accurately with a shotgun or a guy um, strafing hit you with a pistol. Maybe I just suck. No, I mean, even... uh, 
even skill up joked about this he had like a picture and it was like their aim when you're in cover and they had like he had like a picture of a stormtrooper and it was like their aim when you're out of cover and i forget what it was it was like something with like like obviously like really really good aim <laughs> and uh i thought that was kind of funny um i thought it was kind of funny and that's generally true that was generally true in division one i mean to be fair it was true in division one <laughs> the minute you poke out you're like kapink you're like oh my gosh i got hit already um i was running into a little bit of that i was running into a little bit of that feeling like the minute i poke out i get shot like right away uh you know their pinpoint accuracy um and it can be a bit of a double whammy because you know their 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 accuracy is really really good but also you have to consider the fact that like they're i don't know how to get to this thing um they're also doing like really high damage in the more challenging environments uh and when you go into the more challenging environments it's like you you know you're going to take a lot of damage so you stay in cover and if moving for just like a split second you you know you kind of get mapped it can be a little bit much here's the challenge and so i'm not defending lazy difficulty but i think there's a definite challenge of like how do you make cover based enemies more difficult like what do you do i i don't honestly know how i don't have the answer i think to a certain extent you kind of have to do that but as long as we as long as we are meeting that if if i if i can meet that okay if i can meet that and land on land on the field and and meet it and feel like okay i'm landing on this and i'm feeling i'm able to meet how strong they are and i don't feel like a piece of tissue paper then i'm okay with it but if it starts to feel like dude i'm not min max i can't even shoot i'm just getting killed as soon as i move that's when it's like overrealized and it's pretty extreme. So you just my my definition of false difficulty is difficulty that is so advantageous uh, for the enemy against the player that the player cannot meet and match the difficulty. If I cannot meet and match the difficulty, I feel like that's false difficulty. I feel like you're basically creating an insurmountable summit, and you're like, yeah, it's hard. Uh, not really I mean if I can't counter it is it really hard or is it just are are you just kind of cheating you know what I'm saying like I'm not saying that you're cheating (laughs) I'm not saying that you're cheating but it just has a it has a feel of of being kind of fake it doesn't feel like a true uh, a true challenge we need to make our way to the safe house oh I guess we can fast travel here now if we ever need to Uh, we need to do we, I, I still don't think we're far enough south. No, yeah, we're still, we still haven't made it. We still haven't made it. We got hung up here. <laughs> uh, next question. Keltblood. Is your commentary mostly about the early game? I'm World Tier 2 and I find the useful drop rate is similar to other looter shooters. I can spend five to ten hours before I get something useful. In my opinion, that's not very fun. Chat can weigh in on what you're saying. Because that's, that's worrisome. That's worrisome. Because like I don't want to have that shift. I do not want to have that shift from the early game being super rewarding. Um, what the frick? There's like some sort of artifact there. Like we can't get around it. Yeah, that's like a that's a that's a glitch. We can climb the other side, I think. Um, that I don't know if people in in chat want to weigh in on that. I don't know if when you get to world tier, if you guys are feeling like the drops aren't strong enough for you to really feel empowered to uh, level up. To meet the meet the meet the world tier that you're on, I don't know. I would be if if this is an accurate statement, then that's concerning. 
I would hope I would hope that when you get to the world tiers, you can still feel empowered uh, to level up and beef up your character and not get stuck. Um, so I like leveling in the early game. We'll have to wait and see. I've like I said, I have concerns about the end game becoming a everything's a bullet, everything's a bullet sponge, and if you're not min max, you can't kill them. But I don't know. Death. In your previous SNTR Presents episodes on Division 2, you raised concerns with hiding and taking cover for long periods of time uh, and feeling weak. Do you still feel that way after playing Div 2 for a couple of days? Well, I was reading some on Reddit, okay? I was reading some on Reddit, and I have to admit, I had my mind changed a little bit, okay? I've ha- I had my mind changed a little bit. Let me explain what I mean. Basically, what they were saying is, is that the way these games are designed... You have to navigate cover intelligently, and if you're running around and getting shot, you know, that's kind of, you know, that's obviously that's your fault. Now, I agree with them, and I also think some of the times, as I just said a little bit ago, there's only so much they can do to make the game challenging, which means if you poke out against really strong enemies, you are going to get hurt. You are going to take a lot of damage. You are going, you know, to need to stay in cover. Uh, and the, the more I thought about it and the more I thought about my, the engagements I was having and the things that I was doing that led to success, the more I discovered that a lot of this game really does come down to strategic positioning. Now, one of the things that frustrates me about that is that you can, I think, create this this area of, well, if you if you are if you're too close to like a wall or like a door, because that was some, that was a, that was a really good post that I saw where they basically said, you know, I don't I don't know they're gonna come out that door. Oh my gosh, I don't know they're gonna come out that door, and then I end up dying because I'm I'm next to to a door. I'm dead. I'm next to a door, and I don't know they're coming out. And if I don't know they're coming out, then I end up dying because of it. Um, I mean, I just died there because I was next to a trash can and Milo's asleep, like, just way back there. Come on, dude, kill him and get me, Milo. Um, all the way down in the red. Uh, so, I, while I agree with the people that it is a lot of times based off of positioning and staying in cover, I do think there's some frustrating elements of, like, I pushed up for a flank and then a door opens and I get killed that happened numerous times and it's like how was I supposed to know that was going to happen and people like well if you're replaying the content you'll know they're coming out and I'm like well the initial taste of the content shouldn't be bitter there were numerous times I tried to make intelligent decisions I would push up I would be like okay if I go here I'll have a good flanking position and then I'll be able to help out my teammates and then all of a sudden a freaking door opens up behind me and I get attacked by three people and go down you know, it's just uh, completely, uh, it's just completely unpreventable. So I think sometimes it's, I think the, oh, just stay in cover. It's a cover shooter is true. You do need to stay in cover. You need to be intelligent, but I think sometimes they unnecessarily punish you for doing just that by sort of surprising you with an, with a random spawn of enemies right on top of you. There's also sections where enemies just spawn out of thin air. People on Reddit were like, no, they generally only come out of doors. Uh, no, that's not true at all. There are definitely areas where they literally in the street, I had four or five dudes like appear right behind me, not on radar. They weren't there. They weren't out in the open and 
I get shot in the back and I go down. I felt like numerous times before I got out of levels uh, 15, before I got out of the teens, most of the time I died below level like 14 and down. It was always because of some random ambush that could not be anticipated. And that again I hear where people are coming from like just be aware of your surroundings just look at doors and watch but in a shootout where I'm trying to use cover you're telling me to use cover and I'm using cover and I'm trying to position to think intelligently it's pretty frustrating to do that and to feel like I get punished because oh well no you you actually you actually moved next to a uh, next to a spawn point well I didn't know that you know now they could they could attempt to have doors marked with like their clan symbols and stuff so that you have this sense of oh yes uh, if I if I go up to that door that you know that door is going to be an issue for me and the reason it's going to be an issue for me um, is because there it's got a, it's got the clan symbol on it it's like spray painted or whatever you know how they like spray paint the division circle on these uh, on these on these um on these safe houses and stuff. Well, they could do something very similar with the spawn points. So then as you're navigating, you could say, you know, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to go over here. Um, Because as you're flanking, you're paying attention to the doors. Like, well, that thing's spray painted green. I'm going to stay away from that kind of a thing. Tony Darko, do you feel like the balance of the skills in the early game is fair? So far, it feels punishing to use the shield or drone to its fullest extent. It's too punishing with two plus enemies, uh, long cooldowns, and certain abilities. Uh, and then the lack of skill power or cooldown reduction before end game is weird to me. Do you think there could leave a bad taste in players' mouth? I mean, I had this, I had this concern during the demo. Um, I definitely feel like there's a lot of, uh, there's definitely sort of a lot of like. You know, oh well, you can't really do that because you're on a timer, and we want this thing to feel. We don't want this thing to be too strong, because then you'll just use it too much. And I'm like, yeah, but but what's the point of the abilities then? I mean, some abilities you get back all the time, like the chem launcher healer. I feel like I have that. I feel like I have that all the time. Now, obviously, not when I'm dying. Like I use it a lot, and then I end up dying because I don't, I don't, I don't have it available. Um, So. The, the refresh rate on some abilities is jacked. It, def- it definitely feels like it's not super balanced. Like, there's definitely... Um, uh, it definitely feels like there's, a, there's an element of refresh rate imbalance in the game. There's also deployables that just aren't even working. So that, that too, I think, is, is hurting uh, some of the early game. I like the Crusader Shield with the Chem Healer, because the Chem Healer, if used properly, you can actually heal the shield. So you can drop you can drop the Chem Healer and get out the shield, and then as it's getting shot, it actually is being healed, and that's I think that's like really helpful, because then it gets a little bit of extra health, because I mean, it'll go down really fast if you're not careful. It, it dies really, really quick. Um, abilities aren't a huge uh, part of this game. Uh, if you want to, you can spec into cooldown reduction though. I feel like that is a mistake because we are the division and I feel like uh, what would, what would make us, you know, stand apart in the game world against these, against these thugs is that we have division tech that allows us to go into these firefights where we're completely outmatched. Uh, Again, I think there's room for more abilities. Um, there's room for more abilities in this game. Um, 
So the, now maybe if you can spec into it, it gets better. But in the early game, I, I just I find it very strange that oftentimes it's like just basic abilities are are not accessible enough. You're you're just sort of constantly waiting for your ability to come back. I'm not the only person to say this. Like this is a common this is a common complaint in the game right now. Um, it's a common frustration of feeling sort of like you're just in a pop shot shooter and I, I think there's room for pop shot sh- you know shooting but it just seems kind of weird that like okay so I can put out a turret that'll automatically shoot for me and I can continue to do that over and over and over again um, but then you're what are we gonna try and cry realism like I can't do that that often or something you want me to get into gunfights constantly against you know against these guys like again I don't know if there's a lot of good I don't know if there's good reason for it I I I've not heard a great argument for not letting us have abilities more often. And and unless, again, unless it's like a, we want the early game to feel somewhat painful and then you use abilities later on. But as Harry is saying in chat, it seems like you could very easily, um, you could very easily never really do much with abilities because of, you have to spec into cooldown to even maybe even feel like you can. Uh, Guns just feel extremely effective. And it just, I don't know, that just feels like a missed opportunity for me because I think abilities are so, so fun. And to a certain extent, they could be a defining, they could be a defining element of, of the division being different than the rest of the, the rest of the world with respect to combat is we are the division. We have all this cool tech and that's what make, that's what kind of sets us apart from the rest, uh, of these thugs that we're fighting. Um, and, and the advantages then afforded to us are right in line with that it's like nice kill like just that turret right there made all the difference in the world and i just i don't know i feel like some of the other abilities would given their given their weakness could just show up more often you know just i don't know i feel like some of them are pretty weak uh i just got a mod for the turret i should probably try to give to milo he might actually need that that could help him Uh, 11-inch. Are you experiencing frame issues with your 1080? I'm playing on a 2080. Uh, The main friend I play with drops from 117 to 60 regularly and very inconsistently on the map. I would say that maybe that happens in long play sessions. I was having weird, like, hitches that felt like a, uh, it felt like a bit of a like, uh, I don't know what to call it. A memory leak. I couldn't think of it. I was blanking. Uh, it felt like a bit of a memory leak. Um, and so I would reset the game anytime it happened and it would fix it. So I don't know if that's what your friend is experiencing, uh, but that could be that could be it. There does seem to be a bit of a memory leak in this game after long play sessions, uh, and that could be what's going on. Um, so they may want he may want to look at that. That could that could definitely assist with what's happening now if it's happening you know all the time then he may want to look at updating drivers making sure nothing else is running does he have a choke point in his computer uh it could be his cpu um it could be his cpu like if he's got a choke point in the computer then you're you're gonna have to think about you know analyzing that as well because there's definitely sometimes in computers you can have the best video card in the world but if you have a choke point on your cpu or your memory you know, things like that could 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 have it happening. If it's just hitching, then again, that I think that's more related to the uh, to the memory leak and isn't necessarily related to his system. Because a memory leak is just mismanagement. It's just mismanagement of uh, of 
like resources and when you reset the game it fixes it that's not necessarily your system's fault you could have the strongest system in the world and a memory leak is going to cause hitching eventually um it's called bottlenecking yeah i'm sorry choke point yeah you can have a bottleneck basically um and again a 1070 i mean i have a 2080 and even i had hitching so i have a i have a stronger card than that guy and i think i just got high end uh my first piece of high-end armor um Yes, I did. I just got my first piece of high-end armor. Uh, I'll lose accuracy, but that's okay, because I'm going to gain a decent amount of, uh, of armor. I'm just constantly specking into armor right now. Make myself as strong as, uh, as strong as possible. Next question. Uh, 8-Bit Dad, what's your opinion on the devs saving specialists for the end game? It's kind of like when you play Borderlands, and you get a capstone... Uh, ability. It's kind of like the end of your skill tree. It's kind of like that. Uh, we have seven minutes to get this target. So I'm okay with it. I don't. I don't think. I don't feel like they're limiting. I don't feel like they're limiting it too much or saving it. In some respects, I think it's a really, really smart play to make the end game feel different, and you feel like you've really arrived. Uh, Arpanine says. Do you know of loot around the world? Backpacks, suitcases, caches, resets, daily, weekly resets. There's day, yeah, it's daily. If you like fast travel to strongholds, you can just keep opening those boxes every day. Uh, Whenever you first boot up, if you want to do that, it's a little tedious, but you can literally go to every single stronghold that you have overtaken and uh, you can open up all the stuff in the room. Duplis. I'm still just now starting the game. What, um... What would you, but what would you think of the best skills and the most fun to use? If you're just starting, I would think the best ones to use are the turret. The turret's really good. And the, the chem healer's really good. Control points, not strongholds. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry because strongholds actually exist. Control points, control points, control points. I always say strongholds. You can, you can, any control points that you have overtaken, you can fast travel to and just check those boxes. Um, that would be my recommendation to you if you're wanting to like cycle through uh, those boxes each day. You know, just some free loot. Uh, it's pretty nice. Um, it's not bad. You know, it's not bad. We got this guy bleeding up here. These guys are all 20s. This is really manageable. Okay. Keep advancing here. We got a target ahead of us. Uh, Next question. Uh, Lona, with the different looter games that are currently available, do you feel the division is lacking its choice uh, to not lean into more fantasy style of play like Destiny gives? Space Magic, Anthem gives you Iron Man. Thoughts? Um, that's why I continue to think that the abilities are a missed opportunity because that could be divisions like that could be division sort of identifier is well, you're the division and you have like new, like future tech. And that's like the defining thing about it. Instead, it's just like a tactical shooter is what it feels like a lot of the times. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I don't think they need space magic or fantasy or Iron Man, but I do think um, I do think they could definitely afford to say, hey, you know, we're going to give you guys, you're the division, right? You're going to have only the best of the best. And this, this division tech is going to really, really change the course of the battle uh, instead of what most people end up doing is just relying on guns, which again, that's fine. It, you know, the guns are dope. The guns feel good. The guns feel saucy when you get a strong one. 
Um, but I definitely think they could have gone further with it uh, to give you a little bit more of a sense of, you know, I'm I am an advanced division agent. I am a you know, and and then especially with the specialists, you could have really gone crazy and given a lot of abilities centered around like the grenade launcher, the sniper, uh, and the like, to really give players a sense of you are an advanced future you know future soldier in the in the apocalypse um and you stand out from these thugs with guns because you've got technology that is really turning the tide of the battle uh instead of just it's a shootout it's a shootout it's a shootout it's not a big deal i just think it would have been more defining uh more defining element of the game uh, can you explain the Dark Zone to me? Looking to get in the game? I've not done enough of the Dark Zone to give you a good explanation. Oh my gosh, get freaking wrecked, buddy. That was a heck of a shot. Um, I can't, I actually don't know enough about Dark Zone to, uh, to, to give you an in-depth explanation. I believe it's like a normalized PvP environment where you can get stuff, and when you get that stuff, you can extract that stuff. And apparently... It's like a stronger, it's like a stronger or better turnover rate um, than the, uh, than, than just playing the normal game. So, um, so we, if we do one more activity in West Potomac Park, we'll have that done and we can go over. We have to recover caches there too. Uh, so let's just go back down in there, uh, Milo. Um, yeah, we could do that. I agree with your decision. All right, next question. Uh, Pixel says, um, I've been looking about for this all over the web. Do you know how much premium credits you can earn in the game? I got 200 out of the cash, and I think uh, level 15. I've read conflicting answers. I don't know. It, somebody in chat might have an answer to this question, so we could at least have an answer on the podcast. I don't know how this works. Uh, Wicked Roki, thank you for the Prime sub. Um... So the question is, do you know how much premium credits you can earn in the game? I don't know. I don't know what that's even tied to. Is it tied to like UB challenges or something? Uh, It could be. Uh, It could be. I don't actually know. Um, There might be more to it than that. Somebody says 200, I believe. You can get 22 max credits from a cash, someone's saying. Um love this guy definitely worth subbing thank you i appreciate that very very much thank you guys for the strong support for uh for sntr in sort of a, a, a new we're in a new frontier you know we're in uh we're in division and we've not really done much with division with sntr so i appreciate everybody tuning in and listening and submitting questions thank you very much this is really enjoyable for me and i hope you guys are enjoying it uh as well uh let's see if we can't land a headshot on this guy nope i missed next uh question Orc Slayer says, "Not sure if this is relevant, but does the looter, the loot, ever get to the point where things like riot shield and healing chem launcher aren't required for survival during solo play?" Sorry if this is a resubmit. No, this is not a resubmit. Um, no, I don't think so. Because enemies get freaking strong as frick. If anything, they might need to look at the survivability of those items late game. I don't know if you're supposed to modify them, but I'm going to give you an example. In Borderlands. Axton felt amazing through playthrough one, but when you got into playthrough two and beyond, his turret was so weak it got destroyed by virtually everything. And so his ultimate ability became completely irrelevant. And I would be concerned if you really become fond of the Crusader shield or, you know, other other kind of shield abilities and stuff, my concern would be those abilities will, you know, start to become 
irrelevant tissue paper in the late game. Um, and I, I, I think that would be unfortunate if they did that. I wouldn't want to feel like, man, I, we had all this great stuff and then I really, I really grew fond of it. And now it's, and now it's bad. Uh, so it seems like maybe, can we get inside here? Oh yeah, you can get inside. Um, nice. Oh, but you might have to shoot a lock on the other side of this. So one of us needs to get an angle on that door. This is a puzzle. <laughs> this is a bit of a puzzle. Um, it says looters will be shot. I love that because we're obviously looters. We're looting. We're looting. And well, whoa, we're getting shot. Uh, did it, did it, did it. So yeah, I'm not sure. Those abilities will get stronger as you mod them and armor to help them, says Eugene. So hopefully, hopefully. Wildebeest, I'm consistently getting green items that are stronger than blues. How often does that happen? Good morning, by the way. Got off work early. Well, good morning to you. And uh, I don't know how often it happens, but it definitely happens. The, um, I think the question is, like, is that a problem? Is it a problem that you're getting greens that are stronger than blues? Like, really what you're doing is, is you're just building, you're, 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 I think you're just building, you're trying to build a good build. You're trying to build, you know, something that feels strong and that, that has more to do with it than anything. Uh, so, you know, if you're able to build something strong, then it doesn't matter the color, you know, it doesn't really matter the color, does it? I would think that you, if, as long as you're able to build and make it feel stronger, then you're then you're in a good then you're in a good position so if it's green if it's blue it doesn't really matter does it i I would think that um as long as as long as you're able uh oh did you get in milo i did i can't i thought we needed to come up here to get the switch because i saw these yellow the yellow the yellow cable come up here so as as long as you're as long as you're in a position to level up i don't think the color matters as long as you feel like that sense of progression and power uh you're gonna have to walk me through how you got up there uh is it right here is it that simple i don't i can't get over to where you are i don't even know if i'm supposed to get up here um well that's gonna be the last question though i'm gonna keep playing so if you're here right now and you've enjoyed this please click the follow button uh, i would greatly appreciate you supporting the cast that's a free way if you're listening to this on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can subscribe and follow the podcast there as well and share them with people that you think might like it uh as with all of my content i'm going to continue streaming but i'm going to chop this please like share and subscribe